Hello and welcome to Better Off Playing Solo. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my solo partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through a solo experience and relate to you, the listener, if it's worth ditching your friends over. Hey, Nave. Hey, did you write solo partner, Nave, because I'm single? No. And ready um, to mingle? Because is this isn't I didn't realize you changed that together. intro. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> no, so I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> this is different. Yeah, because, Nave, we did not play a co-op game for this one. Did we? No. Well, we we have been playing a co-op game, but it was not this. This is yeah. not cooperative. So just a top of the show, this is very different from our normal episodes. Uh, this is going to be covering spoilers for Halo Infinite. Big, heavy, meaty, drippy, wet spoilers. So if you haven't played the game, probably go play it and then come back. Hell yeah, brother. So we are actively playing through Stardew. And Nave, you remember last episode whenever I was like, Stardew won't take that long. Stardew's taking very long. <laughs> it is so long. We just got through our first year, right? Are we done with our first yeah, year? We yeah. just finished year one. And we have over, how many hours does the save say? Maybe 16. I don't know. I don't get to see the hours. I don't know what oh, you, you don't? guys see. I'll have to look. I think it's over 20. We've put over 20 hours in. And that is a lot. Especially when we played Alien Firestorm Elite and did like seven hours, and that felt like a lot. But yeah. twenty hours, yeah, you know, it's not bad. Well, to be honest, it doesn't. It's it feels like if you would have had me guess how many hours we had played, which we still don't know. We're still just you're just throwing a number out there. It's probably close, but I would probably guess we played maybe like five or six hours. Like that's really? what it feels like. Yeah, that game just flies by. It is like it's like you know when you play Civilization and you just play yeah. one more turn and then it's like three in the morning all of a sudden. One more turn. Because you're yeah, like, oh, if I stop right now, I'm gonna forget about this little military formation I've got going on, and I'm gonna, it's gonna, you know, you gotta finish what you started. You gotta finish the fight. Well, speaking of finishing the fight, Nave, I see you're playing old games, Outer Worlds. Really? I've been wanting to go back and clean up dlc for a while so i i was it was a coin flip between uh outer worlds and doom eternal because i got the season pass for both of those games and i've beaten the first of two dlcs in both of the games it's a very weird situation i'm in so i'm like i just need to beat the second one and i'm so i'm playing the murder on Ero erodinos i think and people who play the game know what i'm talking about but it's actually really cool and you you've had to pry me away from it to play stardew like every single day it seems like, but um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm not very far, but it has like a mechanic where like you replace one of your guns with a little microscope thing, and it's kind of like a sarcastic robot that's like, you know, uh, telling you what it's analyzing and stuff. It's really it's like the the humor and the charm of the Outer Worlds is all over the place in this game, and it's actually kind of nice to come back to. Well, you actually uh, made that sound really good. Because when I played Outer Worlds, it just seemed kind of okay. Like, it wasn't, like, groundbreaking. But now that you're reminiscing about it, it makes me kind of want to go back. Yeah, it's definitely... Myself. It's just space Fallout. But, yeah, um, definitely. Uh, made by Obsidian, the guys who went and made uh, Fallout New Vegas. So if you're fans of one. Fallout, then these are... This is, this is an awesome experience. It's very contained and very... Uh, concentrated it's not huge so you can beat this game really fast as far as these western rpgs go but because it's not going to be like a mass effect you're not gonna be playing this for like 60 hours i think maybe i have like 21 hours in the game and that's just doing everything 
if you're into those Western RPGs, it's even got like kind of a VATS system. It's more like Fallout uh, Online. What the fuck's it called? Fallout 76. Fallout 76, where instead of pausing with VATS, it slows time down. What was I going to say? I don't remember. Yeah, well, the game the game plays very similarily. Gotcha. I'm oh, playing. I remember. What? Hold on. What? Uh, so they they basically just wanted the game like it was kind of a fuck you to Bethesda because they've it seems like they've been trying to do Fallout New Vegas for a while like another game like that in the in the universe but Bethesda just wouldn't Bethesda's just not doing anything it felt it feels like like the creative studio uh, taking their time on Star uh, was it Starfield and everything Starfield but, yeah yeah it they definitely out Bethesda Bethesda it feels like because it was a tight experience. You don't often get games at launch that feel like they're complete, but this yeah. one does. Talking about games that weren't complete at launch, Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of a Lost Era, or whatever it's called. Was that game not complete at launch? Was there well, a controversy? Well, the special that edition, the Echoes, like special whatever. Isn't this the ultimate edition? I don't know. Is it? I thought that it... Was it on the Xbox originally? I thought they just named it something special whenever it released on Xbox. Oh, maybe this game was complete. Anyways. I don't know. Nave, I'm like 34 hours in. I just got the princess and the grandpa on my team. and Holy shit. You're so not far. I've, I've been <laughs> taking it so slow. Uh, by the way, what level are your characters? You're near end game. So what level are your boys, if you remember? I probably guess I was close to like 80 or 70. Like I was somewhere really? in there. I'm like maybe. level 31 right now with like my main boy. The leveling slows way down. Like, you are not, like... Like, you are power like leveling I'm, at the beginning, but, like, are you just fighting everything? Yeah, I fight everything on the way. Hmm. I don't know. That. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are achievements for getting to the level 99, and I didn't get them, so... So, what is your star team? Like, what are your four or three partners you bring in with you? So, yeah, I always had Hero, and um, I would always have Veronica, and... Actually, no, I swapped out... So, I would have uh, Old Man, uh, Silvando, and uh, what is his name? Dirk? I can't remember his name. Dirk? The Eric? guy, Eric, yeah. Dagger Boy? You, you, it's the daggers that confused me. I don't know what the hell I was thinking of. There's got to be a game where someone's name was fucking Dirk. I mean, that feels like a generic thief name. Like or like an assassin name or something. Yeah, something like that. Maybe someone in the Thieves Guild of Skyrim? The Thieves Guild of Skyrim. Yeah, Video there's had to be somebody game. named Dirk there. Dirk the Daring from <laughs> from Dragon's Lair. What? That's not who I was thinking of. I never played Dragon's Lair, but I always like was interested in it. That's the it only looks pretty cool. coming up. Is the Dragon's Lair dude? It does look really cool. Yeah, like, like the, the animation looks, looks really cool. Yeah, it's like old school. Like uh, what is that movie? Sleeping Beauty, the really yeah. old cartoon. What are we fucking talking about right now? Games we're playing. You put Wild Rift in there. You just getting in some phone games. Yeah, someone. Uh, I'm talking to this person on Discord. She just wanted to play something, so we played some Wild Rift. I think she's been playing like Mobile Legends instead. But I was like, I don't know if I want to download that. But Mobile Legends game... ain't bad. I've played it. Oh really? I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're the phone aficionado over here. Period. But anyways, Wild Rift. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's really strange. Like, there are little things that throw my rhythm off all the time. Like, um, the amount of creeps in every wave is is less, and there's no inhibitors. That confuses me. Oh, dude, the inhibitor thing is so weird. 
also like the the creeps spawn at like 15 seconds or something like that <laughs> and so i was like fucking off with the jungler and then i missed like two waves in the first game i played and i was like report this guy <laughs> yeah i'm just like helping him counter jungle and stuff i'm like okay well but the very first game i played i was playing misfortune and um i went 19 and zero like i was a fucking menace and i could not be killed i was the chosen one but the other two games after that i think they matched me up with people who had their phones actually turned on so that they could fight back and uh, i actually <laughs> we barely won a sing the, the second game and then completely lost the third game actually i say completely it was it was even for all of the the whole time it's just that one character had all of our kills and all of our gold so every time that they got focused down and killed the fucking fight was over essentially of course so yeah that's kind of how it normal went. league yeah well maybe we should play some sometime but get a team together oh yeah it's really weird i was like talk we were talking on discord and i had just my my raycons in and I'm just like, this is so, it feels real. I'm like pacing around my living room, like just freaking, like c making call outs and shit. I'm like, I don't know how to ping, but there's somebody coming from the top uh, top of a river. <laughs> like, well, you know, you can play Wild Rift like emulated on a on your PC, you know? You don't have oh, really? to phone that's it. Like, yeah. That's like fucking mouse and keyboarding in Halo Infinite. Yeah, you can. Like, I'm not sure how effective it is, but you can do it. Dude, I was, I've been watching a lot of shit on Halo recently. Just like, like shit about little tricks like uh min maxing tricks and everything i guess we're oh, gonna yeah. talk about do you want to talk uh, about that because i fucking no, love we'll, we'll save that one uh i'm okay. sure we need a little multiplayer segment because i also put halo as my other game i've been playing but let's do our little news segment nave do the thing what thing you think i local what? you think you could like translate that into morse code like what did i just say like just what letters did i, think I write you need out? more boops i don't think there was enough in there mm to make actual mm. letters mm. all right what are you Maybe. a minecraft villager <laughs> what are you saying what were you saying uh Do we were news. featured on the cs podcast featuring curtis and trey the creep score podcast they talk no. about league of legends uh the creative shit podcast that was a joke i know you guys i'm sorry i thought it was funny uh these are some guys that i saw like on red circle for a little cross promotions and I saw they did an episode of Pop Sockets or on Pop Sockets. Some like kind of indie person was just selling their own little Pop Sockets and they did a whole review. That's their whole show is they just review little indie works like that. And I'm like, I gotta listen to a podcast about Pop Sockets. Listen to the whole thing. I'm like, dang, these guys, they got they got the fire, you know? So I reached out to them and without informing me, they did a whole episode on us. So go check it out. We'll be the sure to link it down is, below. The best part is Philip didn't inform me that he reached out to them, so I just randomly saw this on my Twitter. It, it was them announcing the episode, and I'm like, "What is this? Like, how did this happen?" <laughs> you know. And I sent a, I sent the tweet to Philip, and then I listened to the episode, and I was like, "Oh, Philip's been talking to these. Okay, this makes more sense." I thought that just spontaneously happened. I was like, "Uh, <laughs> how how who got a hold of these people? Who bribed hey, them?" You would know that if you showed up for our team meetings every day, 9 a.m. In the break yeah. room. If it were on like Xbox Live, it would be easier, but you do it in Red Circle, and so I never see anything. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Curtis and Trey. So now for our co-op in the news. Oh, segment. wait. Hold on. There was something really funny. In their, in their most recent episode, there was something really funny where they were laughing about how you were abusing me about not playing Halo. 
And you oh, were yeah. like, "What? You had one job, Nave, to play Halo, and what did you do?" Were <laughs> you playing Avastia Chronicles or something? I don't know. That game's kind of cool, actually. I don't. I don't know what game you're talking about. I don't know why I said that. I'm a pathological liar. Um, but yeah, they were. I think they were just laughing. They were like, "This is kind of." that encapsulates the experience of the of the show and i'm like it does <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyways co-op in the news nave this is a new report as of yesterday no today it was it was published today but two lapd officers have been fired because they were playing pokemon go instead of catching a robber so Can instead of catching that? a robber they were catching them all yeah they really were <laughs> fucking and, air horn fucking mp3 in there i don't know if you you've read this article but do you know what no, pokemon they were trying to catch listeners in our fucking notes there's hardly ever anything and then this time he there is a fucking essay of words in here that i refuse to read is this all about the one thing yeah this is just one thing okay well never mind i thought you wrote a lot of news stories that's how you know no. I, I actually didn't read it it's just but now one i'm seeing news story the, i'm seeing the word snorlax appear over and over again <gasps> yes because on their little cop cams or their recording they have 20 minutes of footage where they were discussing pokemon and going to different locations to catch them on pokemon go and they were trying to get a snorlax that just popped up it's free advertisement baby yeah pokemon uh, they company were f- or what they is were it, fired. Niantic? That's a little harsh. Oh, wait, though, someone got robbed? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I forgot about the most important part of the whole story. Well, I mean, they're there to serve and protect. <laughs> and if they're out there stopping Team Rocket, I think that counts as protecting. Is Team Rocket in the... I, don't, I haven't played Pokemon Go in so fucking long. Yeah, Team Rocket's like a major staple. You have a daily attack from a Team Rocket grunt, and once you defeat like five of them, you can get a Team Rocket communication device that you can use to track down one of the leaders of Team Rocket, or the lieutenants, captains, one of those, and then you can take them out. Word. I haven't played since uh, the whole Pokemon Go to the Poles thing. You know what I mean? I was like, that's pretty cringe. It's awful. It's like whenever your mom is like, yeah, I like dragon ball z that's so cool you know and you're like oh i don't like dragon ball z anymore suddenly as you're like a teenager oh yeah hey just go back quick quick call back to uh dairy queen 11 so in it you are collecting dragon balls oh okay never mind I, it was a joke i died I, I, yeah over my dairy head. queen dragon quest because i just wrote dq 11 and i'm like what does dq stand for i can't remember yeah that's but, only funny to us because the listeners can't see what you wrote well, listeners, to explain the joke, I, I just wrote DQ11. No, 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 stop. <laughs> just tell us what you're going to say. Yeah, but so I just got the team together, the whole squad, and first thing we do is, like, we need to collect seven Dragon Balls. Spoilers for Dragon Quest Eleven. And the artwork what? is by Toriyama, the Dragon Ball guy. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. It's what is sick. going on? <laughs> who, who wrote this? I think Akira... I think Akira Toriyama helps. No, I think they have a bunch of writers. I don't know who actually... I thought he was just art design. He did do the art design. Like uh, like how Blue Dragon has Akira also. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Go on. Right, anyways, the game feels like Dragon Ball and it feels like home and I love it. It's uh, nice. Don't yeah. play Pokemon Go on the job, especially if you're a cop. All right. I bet, you so know, I was like, what? I, defi- I definitely am looking at my phone all the time when I'm on the clock. I don't, I have, I just like, 
I don't know. I just get so it's my job is so mundane and I and there's no one watching me. So it's like it's so hard to resist. Just flip through Twitter for a minute. Oh, well, shit. Maybe. I don't think I fucking made an, a, a post for our last episode. Did you make a Twitter post for this episode? Why? We're recording this episode right now. Yeah, but usually you do one beforehand. Like, hey, do you guys like Halo? No, I fucking I, I didn't do that either. I've been like not on twitter very for i've been on i've been on twitter for like maybe 15 minutes a day and i need to get back on that for sure mostly all i do is i see like the same six people and i just interact with them like every day i'll just like retweet something would you like an animal podcast, crossing villager or uh, yeah see the same it kind of feels like it. it really or stardew valley character yeah i'm just like doing the same routine over and over again it's like God, oh, Stardew's there's so game good. together or there's game positive. Uh, retweet that. What were you saying? I don't know. No, we don't need Twitter crap. Uh, this is where we beg for money for Patreon. Give me money, please. Yeah, five dollar. Maybe we um, can do some extra content. Isn't this? And this is kind of like extra content, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but we're we're using this to fill time so we can play more Stardew. Yeah, Stardew's fun. Is this where we make the song come on? Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. All right, sick. And we're back. So, Nave, how about you tell me a little bit about our game this week? Um, it is exactly the same as the, uh, the game last week, only it's very fun yeah. and not co-op. Halo Infinite, no co-op. Once again, uh, you guys know Halo Infinite 343, Microsoft 2021. Uh, there's all the facts. So let's just get right into what you were talking about earlier. All the little tips and tricks, because this is a Breath of the Wild style glitch fest where you can just do crazy things with physics. What have you found, Nave? Um, well, the first thing I want to talk about is not like a glitch. This is totally as in- working as intended. But um, so if you are getting shot by somebody and then you somehow get behind them and melee them in the back, it's called you get a medal called ninja. Yeah. So someone uh, I saw a video that was showing me how to do that easier. And so. You, if you're getting shot, it's so. Uh, what is that training yard map? You know where the tower is and that like spiral staircase. This is where they were doing it. So this is a pretty yeah. easy. But you can do this anywhere, where there's a corner. But you just kind of run around the corner and then just watch the. Because a lot of people sprint in this game. Like I don't understand why they sprint so much because you're barely moving faster. But a lot of people will sprint around corners to try and catch you out. But if you just watch the radar, because if you're sprinting, you appear on the radar, you can easily just like keep your back to them. But as soon as they get close to you, just jump straight up in the air and they'll run under you and just punch them, look down and punch them in the back of the head. And it's yeah. like a super easy because this happens to me every now and then. And every time my mouth just goes agape, I'm like, oh, like I just fucking what happened? <laughs> but um, to make the Donkey Kong noise. <gasps> yeah. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> god it's awful <laughs> but i definitely want to start doing that to people now because he made it look so easy yeah um it is impressive how a uh seven foot tall spartan can jump 10 feet in the air but it's possible have you seen one what seen a spartan jump that high no a fucking video like you know what? i know oh, you've seen them yeah. that was a okay so question. here's what i saw okay so you know the um the lab the hydroponics lab i don't know what it's called with all the uh, fucking grass, like all the plants everywhere. Yeah, and it's usually capture the flag when we play on it. It has the kill zone for SWAT where you can just walk straight up that ledge. You know, it has the middle thing. 
Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If you have the enemy flag, you can throw the, the enemy flag from the middle to your, you know, your flag to get it captured. Assuming your teammates are actually playing the game objectively and will be there to catch it and pick it up. But in the middle, you can walk over to one of the walls that has like a slight outcropping, jump up, and then slide. And when you bounce off the wall, it will give you so much momentum that you can do a hop, throw the flag at your apex of the hop, and it will fly and bounce and land right on top of your your flag back in your base. Christ. There's a, you know, the sand trap map at, at yeah. a, in the middle, there are two grab lifts. I think I've talked about the, talked about this one already. Why did I say it like that? You can, if you have the grapple hook, which by the way, you can grapple hook the flag. It's really fucking yeah. cool. So that just pro tip, start grapple hooking the flag. If you throw the flag right at the edge of one of the grav lifts, the grav lifts go up and into each base. So you're not supposed to travel through, you're not supposed to be able to go down the grav lift but if you have a it, so if you have a grapple hook you can go through the grav lift it'll pull you through it so if you leave the flag on the edge and then grapple hook through uh grav lift you can turn around grapple hook the flag and pull it through the grav lift to you and then just turn around and walk that short distance to the second grav lift it's like a super fast like capture. that's ridiculous that way you don't have to go all the way around the map or all the way under you can just go through those grav lifts it's really co- fucking cool so halo is a uh definitely creative right now they gave you a lot of tools to play with there's even stuff like you know that's not supposed to be working the way it is i at least i think because like one weird thing i've noticed and i think this is kind of probably hard on the controller but it's probably easier in mouse and keyboard but dropping your gun is like way fucking faster than anything like if you drop your gun you instantly pull your secondary weapon out so instead of reloading your weapon like if you have a assault rifle or if you have a battle rifle and you need to reload it's faster to drop your battle rifle and then immediately start shooting with your assault rifle if somebody runs up on you like that and and it's even so crazy that you get basically an extra battle rifle burst if you so like if you want to melee somebody you know how you battle rifle battle rifle melee if you if you uh on the second shot of the battle rifle just drop your weapon you can like instantly fucking punch them right in the mouth and it's oh, so this sounds weird. like BR canceling from Halo 2. And like or, they do side by side comparisons of of that shit, and I'm just like, this is unbelievable. Because you're like, ah, oh, are you really saving that much time and effort? And it is like a full half. It was like a full quarter of a clip of assault rifle. That's how much extra time you get. That's worth it, especially yeah. in the pro play. I'm sure. Anyway, so let's do some story beats. So in case our listeners are not super familiar with Halo lore. That's okay. You really can skip a lot of them if you're just going straight into infinite. Green man love program. Yeah, that's it. It's it's a story of a boy that loves a girl who's actually a space queen and wants to dominate the universe. And she will yeah. be a, was it the Lord of the Rings thing? I would be a great and beautiful queen, not ruling by fear, but by power. You know what I'm talking about? You absolutely know that I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. You need to watch Lord of the Rings. Like, you played Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of Wardor, or whatever the sequel was called. Like, there's a, on the original Xbox, and I assume the PlayStation 2 and shit, there's this game called uh, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Yeah. And um, it was a JRPG. It was fucking sweet, like a turn based JRPG. No, you're thinking of. uh, It wasn't Battle Two Towers, it was um, The Third Age. The Lord third age, the third is age. that what it was? Yeah. Okay. And yes, I have emulated it. It runs properly. It's also co-op. Is it co-op? 
It is co-op. You can like uh, it's so weird oh my because God. you just plug in a second controller and one of you will control one character and the other one will control the other one, but it's still a JRPG so you're still taking turns. So it doesn't make much sense because if you really want to, you can just hand the controller to your buddy and make any <laughs> JRPG couch co-op. It it doesn't make sense. But me I didn't and- even fucking consider that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think it's pretty cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, You're I right. Mean, you could do that. That's it so doesn't make sense. Um, God okay. damn it. But that's Just how I originally it's played like Pokemon it. now, and it's like, okay, I'm like, we get five other friends, and you're just playing at the <laughs> no. Pokemon party. <laughs> okay, so anyways, Green Man, Master Chief, loves Blue Girl, Cortana. I'm just, all right, let's start with Halo. So uh, humans discover space travel. Start settling space. Aliens show up. They're very religious, and they start killing the humans. Yeah, they're called the Covenant. Yeah. We're on the Halo. No, we're not what on else? the Halo yet. The the people are the prophets. No, Help the people me. are There's more. The oh Reclaimer. Who's no, isn't that stop Christian it. stuff? Okay, okay. so yeah, <laughs> the aliens. They are super religious. They're led by the prophets, who think they're about to go on a great journey by activating the Halo rings that were designed to wipe out any like potentially dangerous life. The halo rings were created by forerunners, which the prophets believe are pretty much like these godlike creatures that came before. Turns out the forerunners, the the fucking one of the coolest things from the original halo. I fucking remember ever since I was a kid was, uh, doesn't, doesn't Cortana say something like she says something about the, if the ring goes off, it's going to kill everyone. But it's this, she says it in a way, does it, does she say that it kills their food or is that in this game? Am I misremembering something now? I don't remember. Like, exactly it doesn't what like the rings don't kill the flood; it kills the flood's food. Oh, but yeah. I don't remember what game that's from. That might uh, be infinite. Yeah. So the forerunners they also seem to make a lot of enemies. Like the flood, they end up like storing them down in the ring. They barely survive inside it, and surprise, they get released by the covenant. And humans are Oops. mixed up in it too. Yeah. And humans suck at fighting aliens. Until the Spartans come along, which can you give me a quick history of the Spartans, Nave? Uh, genetically modified humans, they get taken away from their parents at birth, or maybe they're orphans. I don't remember. No, okay, and, um, let me stop you right there. So first off, the Spartans. Am I wrong immediately? No, but that's just it. Is they are kids taken not at birth, but when they're very young, specifically by Halsey, the mother of the Spartan program. They make fast burning clones. I forgot what they called them exactly. To replace the children, but they're imperfect clones, and the clones then die off very quickly. So no one notices that all these children have gone missing. I did not know that we were going to get this deep into the fucking story of this game. <laughs> okay. But so anyways, they kidnap these kids. They train them to be super awesome warriors. They give them cyborg enhancements and power armor. Yeah, and the power armor is like six tons. But they have robot arms and legs that are able to support it. Yeah, well, it's like I don't. I think they have implants, don't they? So like the armor knows that it. It's like I move my arm to the right, but the armor knows that you want to do that, so it it yeah. just basically pulls your arm instead of you moving it or something like it's, that. Yeah, it's like connected to their brainstem. The whole armor. Yeah, we're is. fucking dorks, and we read the books. I'm sorry, guys, oh, I but I read at least two of them. Uh, Master Chief, he's you know really ball and spartan old john halsey creates an ai that's supposed to be like uh the a very powerful ai that's going to you know help master chief on his missions and whatnot this is cortana it's based on halsey's brain so it's 
you know, the mother of the Spartan's brain into a computer program that is then inserted into Chief's power armor and his brain. So she's like always talking to him in his head. And can like hear and see what he's seeing apparently because the AI in this game can see what Master Chief's hallucinations and shit. Yeah, know. it's weird. But well, actually, I think it's like data clusters that are like hallucinations, but like they're actually manifesting themselves somehow. I don't fucking know. Okay, we're but almost also, there. We're I want to start you. I want to start you right there because they didn't make Cortana for Master Chief. Cortana chose Master oh, Chief. Oh my god, cringe. Yeah, apparently Master Chief's is the best, so Cortana chose him personally. Yeah, because he's lucky. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. God, that is so corny. That is like I actually, I'm not gonna lie. I fucking love that. I love oh it so God. much. It's the beginning of Halo Three. She's like, I never told you why I chose you or whatever the fuck. You remember the very first scene that you get? It's got the music playing. You know, and he's flying. He's like, it's like, oh look, there's a fucking shooting star. Oh wait, it's a meteor. Oh no, it's a goddamn Master Chief. Fucking slams to the fucking ground. You're like, damn. God, so many games start with that too. With just Master yeah. Chief in space, just falling. Kill more. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, Master Chief teams up with Blue Lady. Uh, they fight the evil space aliens. Space aliens eventually discover a forerunner planet and wake up a forerunner, the Didact, who or- originally designed all the halos and everything. And anyways, he's basically going to reclaim the whole universe in the name of the forerunners, even though the forerunners chose humans to be the inheritors and basically space protectors space america for the whole universe you know i don't know i i, I don't know any of this that's part. why humans are the only ones that can use the indexes to fire the halo rings right are they yeah that's why captain keys got kidnapped because they need an inheritor in their dna because the humans were chosen you don't remember this i don't remember this at all no okay anyways so i thought humans, the fucking i thought the fucking guilty spark did it the guilty spark did it yeah i thought he i thought he was making the rings go off no, and he just needed somebody to be needed. there to be like, I, I agree. Yeah. He needed an inheritor. Anyways, so God, what was I talking about? Oh, Maybe the you're didact. misinterpreting things. No, so the Didact shows up and he's a rude dude. And the only way to stop him is to use Cortana, who is going crazy because she's like 12 years old. That's a little young, but she's 12 years old. And she, uh, apparently AI go crazy <laughs> at that age. <laughs> That's a little young. Oh, okay. Well, for him, for her to I just be in want love you with guys Chief. to fucking know that we have nothing written in our notes about this is all coming out of his fucking just his memory like all of this like he literally wrote he wrote character list chief cortana weapon halsey atria yada like there's nothing about whatever he's talking about this is just off this of is the, just the, off of the, the preamble we're not even to halo infinite yet this is just a setup god damn you know that oh. meme where the, the guy and the chick are in the baseball stadium and the guy's like, yeah, got the girl like, by the deck. He's explaining to her. Like, but she just looks so uninterested. Have you seen and, the one where it's uh, the guy at a rock concert and then there's another guy pushing through the crowd trying to talk to the guy holding the camera? And he's like me trying to explain you know, Dark Souls 2 <laughs> lore to you. No, I haven't seen that. You just have to sit oh, to me. God, I love those memes. But anyways, yeah. So Didact bad. Cortana's like, hey, I'm going crazy. But Didact I think is I get... from the fourth game, right? Yeah, he was Halo 4 boss. Okay. I Who was Halo 5 boss? Cortana? I actually liked, I kind of liked the end of Halo 4 a little bit. Yeah, Halo 4 was a good ending. I didn't like, like the, the press, like, X to win fucking oh, thing at yeah. the end. That was kind of lame, but. 
So anyways, I, when I God, played we it, need to get rid of Cortana. <laughs> okay, yeah, get rid of Cortana. Okay, so Cortana splits herself into a million pieces and uses her millions of programs that are going crazy to corrupt the Didact so you can press X to win on him when he's weakened. And he is, like, fucking glassing the planet. He's, like, glassing Earth, is he not? Yeah, he's, like, wrecking everything in space. Dude, he's a monster. I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, holy fuck. Like, that... He's fucking doing it. Look at it. It's happening right now. Okay, so uh, you take down the Didact. Uh, Halo 5 happens. I don't really remember what happened there. I don't think it matters. But Cortana's still alive. And she is now great, powerful space queen of the Forerunners. Because apparently she didn't die. She was able to repair herself using the Forerunner technology. And she's like, you know what? What if I was the Inheritor, not the humans? And this is where we reach Halo Infinite. So Halo Infinite is kind of weird because it starts with a time skip. We see Master Chief fighting with a very large brute named Atriox. And he gets his butt whooped. My dog is freaking the fuck out over something. Assassins. Yeah, I fucking guess so. What were you saying? I'm fucking confused now. We are back. We are on Infinite at this point. The beginning, uh, there's like a time skip. We are now fighting Atriox. In the initial cutscene, and getting your butt whooped. Is someone outside? Who is it? Maybe people came over just now. That's my fucking mom. God damn it. Tell her hi for me. Philip said hi. Hey. (laughs) You were recording the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Did you see that? Yeah. She threw the tree into the kitchen and Molly just fucking full speed slammed into the cabinets because <laughs> she, she had to can't get it stop. before something else happened. <laughs> yeah, it's very important. Okay. And that's so, that. Chief is fighting Atriox, gets his butt whooped, Atriox throws him out into space. Which is really cool. Yeah, this really is just a cold, cold open. Like we don't even know what's going on at this point. Literally a cold open because you're in the cold fucking grips of space. And that's where we meet our best bro, the pilot. Dude, I fucking love this guy. Yeah, What was his name again? His name is like Fernando. Yeah. Is it Fernando? I think it's Fernando. Is it really Fernando? Look it up. I didn't write it in the notes because I didn't think it was going to come up. You literally call him pilot for the whole game until like close to the end. Uh, Echo 216 is his call sign. Why won't it tell me his name? It is Fernando. Fernando Esparza. That's it. He says it at the end of the game, I think. Pretty no, it's it's like the it is the last like quarter of the game though. But uh it's like the beginning of the final the final quarter when you're like about to fucking go in to finish the fight. Yeah, so now it's been six months since you got your butt whooped by Atriox. You get woken up the by the pilot and you pull out your AI chip and there's nothing on it. No Cortana or anything. Plug it in and it says AI missing. And Chief says that. Yeah. Chief says the line, I need a weapon. Yep, he does say I need a weapon. He gives him a pistol. Yeah, and what I really like about that one scene, I even put that in the notes. Here, let's let's. Uh, do you see this part down here? Okay, yeah, I see it. Okay, let's do a little read along. I'll be the pilot. You be chief, okay? <laughs> okay. So, uh, chief had just said, "I need a, you know, I need a weapon." Pilot hands him the handgun. Pilot says, "Chief, what are you gonna do?" Improvise. That's it. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Yeah, and then he charges yeah, the pistol. Hold on, I like, want to do that again. Improvise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The next one, the pilot's like, uh, my other favorite line, just from this is just in the first 10 minutes of the game. 
chief gets to a console and he's like, it's locked down and requires a hack. And the pilot says, can you do that? Chief she says, goes, no. And then he just fucking doom eternal punches the fuck out of it. <laughs> so uh, the, you whole, go on- the funniest fucking thing was, is when he was like, it requires a hack. Can you do that? And I was like, chief doesn't know how to hack. The fucking first <laughs> thought that went through my head. We've already discussed in the other, our Halo 3 episode, I think, that Chief Big Dum Dum without Cortana. <laughs> yeah, he's a strong boy, though. Yeah, he's very strong. So, Dude, Chief he, is the king of one-liners in this game. He is. Sure. They brought it back. They got rid of Emotional Chief from 4 and 5, and they brought it back one-liner Chief. And it is fabulous! Okay, so it's been six months. We land on Zeta Halo, and Chief needs a weapon. And he finds mm-hmm. a weapon. Which I was very confused whenever, like, we first got the weapon, which is... Yeah, they, they named... The character's name is Weapon. And I didn't know what they were referring to every time they referred to Weapon. So I was like... It, it wasn't until... You know, the close to the end also, she's like... She, uh, they're like, you can name yourself. What do you want to name yourself? And I was like, wait... She her she's weapon. I was, I was so what, confused. Really? That I swear to God, game? it was almost over. And and then she, when she named herself, I was like, wait, <laughs> I was like, she's weapon. I don't know. I thought they were referring to like the ring, maybe. I don't know. Okay, the ring you, is a weapon. They refer to a lot of weapons, but this this AI is re- referred to as the weapon. And I'm like, that's Cortana. You know, <laughs> like the second I'm like, this isn't like what's going on here. What's up? I also did not think it was Cortana. You didn't? No, not not for a while. It, she she she's it's a very cute character, but like it's like way more cute than Cortana ever was. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's trying to she's doing the offhand sarcasm kind of thing. You know, like like how a lot of uh, movies are, like Marvel movies and stuff. It's very similar to that. So like Cortana is always like pretty serious. Who every now and then she would she would make like a joke about any about something, especially in like Halo One. Halo yeah. 1 was a lot, a lot more campy. But, well, maybe that's the thing. Maybe it, as this as this game goes on, Cort- or, I mean, whatever. Is she named Cortana? Did she just name herself Cortana? I don't think she actively said what her name was. It just faded to black. But they, I assume it's she Cortana. Was like, I, it has to be because she looked at Chief and she was like, are you sure it's okay? And he was like, he just nodded. Okay. And, I'm, and then they never said. But I'm like, I mean, surely they're saying her name is Cortana now, right? Which is a little creepy. That's like naming your dog after the dog you had before that died. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of weird. Which, to explain why Weapon even exists, we have to explain what happened to Cortana after Halo 5, where she went cuckoo beans, bananas, space queen. She cuckoo took, beans. Yeah, she took control of all the Forerunner technology, used it to try to take control of, what are they called, the Banished? Tried to, like, shut them down. By saying like, yo, don't mess with me. And she blew up the brute homeworld. Not yeah. just the men, but the women and children too. Which is a little um, extreme. Yes. And, the, and then she even went over to the humans and she's like, hey, humans, you're not in charge anymore. I'm in charge now. And the humans were like, uh, please stop this, Cortana. You know, you're going a little crazy. And she was like, okay. And she used her little... You know, I don't remember how she did exactly, but she blew up the training facility that had all the baby Spartans in it, killing off a large portion of them. Oh, is that? I don't remember that either. That was at the end of the training mission. Oh, I do. I remember now. Yeah. Yeah. So Cortana is really bad right now. She bad. Uh, she then 
takes refuge yeah, on Fernando's Zeta. Yeah, very scared of her. Yeah, she's not good. He was like very angry at Weapon. He was like, ah! <laughs> "What's the first time you you pull? <laughs> she like in the palm of your hand, like a fucking like it's it's Alexa, <laughs> just hologram in your hand." And he's just like, "What are you doing with that?" <laughs> Dude, Fernando's <laughs> such a guy. good character. I love him. He must be protected. Dude, talk about protected. I think that's like the whole point of the game is protecting, you know, for, like that is like this is a game like all the other games were like grand scale warfare to save the world. Whereas this game is about what each character will protect. Like, I think that is the core of each character. Yeah, it's very personal. While Cortana was she, like super crazy, she would do whatever it takes to protect the universe. In how she saw it. So that's how, why she was killing Spartans, killing baby brutes, whatever, and doing all this stuff because she thought it was up to her to protect everybody. It's kind of like the genophage, if you think about it. Like how the Salarians could... Okay, we're talking about Mass Effect right now. Sorry. Yeah. But you know how the Salarians made the genophage because the Krogan were fucking out of control? Maybe it's kind of similar to how the brutes are just fucking ridiculously aggressive. I cannot stop burping. This is awful. I'm going to die the fuck's happening to me are you okay go no okay i'm not so, okay yeah cortana her whole mission is to quote unquote protect the universe whereas chief after halo 4 and 5 he failed to protect cortana and she quote unquote died so yeah. that is his biggest failing and i think this is a story of him recovering and doing what he can to protect the people important to him and that becomes Fernando is the most important person to him from the word go. He's his boy. He doesn't really act like it, but I think that's like what they're getting at. Then eventually weapon becomes the next thing he's protecting. It's so cool too. Cause Fernando is just, he's so vulnerable. You know what I mean? Well, he's it's not like, a warrior. Like remember? Yeah. Yeah. That's revealed halfway through the game though. You don't know. He's not a, a soldier. Yeah. He was a, he's a volunteer civilian. Yeah, and then he just stole a pelican and ran away. That's like a whole little cutscene. It's so cool because, like, you see him standing next to Chief a lot. Like, that's a lot of, like, the camera angles where, like, you get a direct comparison of this fucking gargantuan mongoloid that fucking John 117 is. Yeah, he's a and monster. Then, and then you have tiny little Fernando standing next to him. And, like, he wants to get home to his family. Like, he doesn't want to die. And Chief is constantly going on suicide missions. And he's, like, at the beginning of the game, he is angry at Chief all the time. And then he kind of becomes passive-aggressively sarcastic towards the end because he's like, well, it just keeps working out. I guess you're just going to keep fucking trying to kill <laughs> he's each lucky. other. There's one fucking line in the game that I really love where I can't remember exactly what, what set this off, but, like, the uh, weapon was saying something like she was programmed to be deleted whenever Cortana uh, died and she didn't get deleted. So that was weird. And he's just like, oh, great. It was enough that we had one suicidal maniac on our team. You know what I mean? Now yeah. we have, both of you are ready to die. It's so weird. But it, he's, he's, he's he brings a lot of levity to the story. And he also is, like you said, a primary stake also like you don't want fernando to die fernando they did him they did him good and i'm really happy about that it makes me like the the final cutscene really made me excited for the future of this game which is something that was reiterated by uh our buddy jared from the play along podcast on our new year's episode well let's just stay on this uh you know chief fernando weapon storyline so we do find bits and pieces of cortana left behind because the weapon worked 
the weapon was a copy of Cortana that was made to get past her defensive systems and destroy her, like disintegrate her down to her little comp, like programmy bits. And it worked. And the Master Chief was supposed to delete program afterwards because what if it just happens again? Because weapon is, a, you know, just another Cortana. And this doesn't seem... Okay, so, like, basically, it gets down to weapon was supposed to be deleted, right? And we find yeah. out later on that Cortana leaves a message behind that she went back and prevented weapon from being deleted because she knew that she like chief needed her to you know save the universe it's kind of really sad because that was like as kind of forgettable as halo 4 and 5 story generally are on like a the grand in the grand scheme of things one thing that did stick with me was how much cortana did not want to die and how much chief thought he could do something about it where it was clearly not anything that can be done about it and like in a vacuum that is like a a fucking heartbreaking story you know what i mean about anything like you could insert like it's rampancy in halo but it can be cancer you know or an axe you can insert anything and just move the like keywords around and it is just a heartbreaking story in the context of Halo, it's very kind of strange. In Halo 2, and especially in Halo 3, you get this weird relationship between John and Cordana. Almost uncomfortable to talk to not, to not talk about, but to like let that bounce around in your head. Like a, a, a human being loving something that doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Well, not just that. Like if you take it back, like you zoom out, it's like this is the brain AI of Halsey, the research scientist who took him away from his parents from his normal life and trained him into a killing machine who then created an <laughs> AI program that is implanted into his brain and guides the rest of his life, who then basically sacrifices herself to save him, then goes bonker beans crazy, killing a bunch of his brothers in arms before he has to take her down himself using another copy of her that he, you know, had to be made because it was the only thing. I think it's like a white blood cell situation. Like Cortana won't attack herself. So they had to use another Cortana to get in there. Yeah. And I'm not very good at this, at this part of the fucking story. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense. The, the white blood cell thing. Yeah. At least that's the gist I got. And then when Chief went to delete her, Cortana had already seen what was happening and, you know, prevented her from being deleted being weapon being deleted this is getting really confusing with multiple ai it's very it's, yeah yeah i've i have been checked out of halo's story for quite a while halo infinite was really my deep dive back into it it makes me want to go back and play halo 4 and 5 again just to kind of like revitalize the memory you know what i mean i kind of remember what halo 4 was about but halo 5 i have fucking no clue what happened in that game that was the game with Spartan Locke, right? Yeah, blue team went to go. Yeah. Master Chief's gone rogue. We got to take him down. That the I must have just fucking uh, Men in Black mine erased that shit out of my brain because Same. I was incredibly upset with Halo 5's story because I wanted Chief to be in danger. You know what I mean? Like I wanted these Spartans to fucking rough him up. Like I I wanted there to be stakes. You know what I mean? But they fight for a little bit. John's visor gets cracked. John is Master Chief. I don't know if we've ever like we did had that. Okay, cool. But Master Chief's visor gets cracked a little, and then they are just best friends. And then that's the that's all I remember. I don't know. That's not obviously not how exactly it happened, but 
I, I was excited for something like that. And like from the, the campaign being split between Master Chief and Spartan Locke, because I kind of liked Spartan Locke too. He looked badass. I thought that he was cool. He was kind of a bland character. And so were all of them, honestly. I was getting like – it's like everything they wanted – it's like everything that Halo was before on paper. Like it was like ODST because you had the squad, right? And then it was like Halo 2 because it's like Arbiter and Chief missions, you know, split between yeah. the two factions. No, I and love that. It's like, fuck, it was all so – it was close. It was so close. It just wasn't. It just wasn't. Yeah. The magic wasn't there. Just like in Aliens, Colonial Marines 2, whatever the fuck we just played. Yeah. All right. So I think that about wraps up the Chief Cortana, Fernando, Weapon – story let's talk about the atriox and the harbinger storyline so at this point everyone has gone to war with cortana and beat her back to zeta halo atriox is the leader of the banished we see him in the opening cutscene, but then after that we do not see him i actually went back and before this podcast read the comic miniseries that let's see i don't remember which studio put it out one of the comic studios it wasn't one of the big two uh maybe boom i don't know but they did a whole Atriox know. series, and it talked about Atriox was the brute that wouldn't die. So the brutes, they're big dum-dums. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. So all these brutes, they go on missions by the prophets just keep sending them out, and they just keep dying. And it turns out Atriox is a bit smart. He's able to survive. He's able to complete missions, even if he's the only survivor. He has gone through more fights than any other brute chieftain at all. And he starts. So what you're to saying is like it's kind of like what are those programs that teach like that, that AI oh, that learns algorithm learning AI like yeah deep learning? so like there's one that just wins like yeah it, it like statistically has to happen and it just keeps evolving on have you seen those like game like like having an AI play Super Mario like yes uh, I have Super I've Mario watched World. that video yo it's, so, it's crazy. so crazy dude like and then especially if it's a video where it's like showing you the progression you're like holy it's like generation okay, so one generation listen, yeah. yes the generations that's the coolest fucking thing too it's like the, when the breakthrough finally happens and then it just makes a new generation in generation like, 457 oh it learned you could jump or something like that it's it like is, the fucking meme where it's the chick with all the math around her head and, and i'm just watching it like this is the best thing i've ever fucking seen i love this so much so and then you see it fall down the pit and you're like no <laughs> <laughs> it was so close yeah, and it takes 900 generations where they learn that you can hold down A to jump slightly farther to get over the pit or something like that. And it's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. And scary a little bit. Oh, what very were scary. We oh, yeah, so Atriox is that. Yeah. Atriox is that guy. He's And he's like, hey, man, what if the prophets aren't right? I'm tired of all my, uh, my brute brothers dying. And he basically becomes a heretic. Leaves it, starts to banish starts getting a whole bunch of his brute brothers together. He even takes over another covenant, like super war freighter or whatever, full of elites. And he's like, Hey, what if profits wrong? And you know, of course the elite captain's like, yeah, maybe profits are wrong. And next thing you know, he's got a whole fighting army. Uh, covenant gets destroyed by chief. Actually, no, then the forerunners, um, the die deck destroyed a lot of the covenant, right? At the end. Uh, I mean, Everyone's destroying the covenant. Yeah, the covenant, yeah, the covenant get whoops all the time. So the banished, they're the new, they're, the new the hotness. The only game they're not pussies in is is Halo. ODST. Well, I was gonna say Reach. Oh, that too. Because they fucked it. They fucked the humans up <laughs> in Reach. Like they, you do that. Reach is not a happy story. No. But um, I guess also Halo Wars. Halo Wars is 
the Covenant's pretty badass, aren't, aren't pretty they? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? Adriox. You know, he's big Dude, leader. have you seen the fucking elites in Halo Wars? They're like fucking tanks. Giant yeah. fucking dudes. They're like enormously, and they're huge and scary looking. It's like, imagine if this was Halo elites. Well, honestly, I would kind of hate it because I kind of like how derpy the elites are. But <laughs> or, or, it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, like that's in Halo 5, they look so fucking cringy. Like, it's like. I, I just wish there was, you know, on Halo 1 and 2, you can press the back button and it just changes the graphics back. Yeah. I wish you could change the graphics back in Halo 5. <laughs> oh you know God. what I mean? Just, dude, did you see that there there were people, like, trying to make Bloodborne with, like, PS1 graphics? No. Why? <laughs> it's really cool. I w- that's what I want for Halo 5. You want the down make? Go look up the, yeah, the down make. Like, go look up YouTube videos. It's pretty fucking cool, actually. It looks like Silent Hill a little bit. Anyways, so... Uh, when do we encounter Atriox in the story so far? Fucking never, son. Just that intro cutscene. Then we don't see him. And it's like, where's Wait, this boy Wait, he's at, at the end, right? Yes, that is it. He shows up at the end in the final cutscene where he is. Yeah, it's like a fucking Atriox sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> right at the end of the beginning. Perfect. So I just kind of assumed like he was dead or just missing or something, like the whole game. And instead we have to deal with his second in command, the old General Eshrim. Which I love this guy so much. He's doing the WWE like I'm gonna yeah. take you, Spartan. I'm gonna Dude, grab you by the throat. I was absolutely getting fucking. Uh, what is it? You got you for three minutes. Yeah, the Spider Man. Three minutes of later. I was yeah. like, fucking, dude, I love this guy so much. He is just a fucking villain. Like, so, so many of the characters have these core attributes or like their own story that is just standing out. Like the whole Cortana chief weapon protection thing, or like just trying to save each other. Then Eshram, that aging warrior, looking for one final fight for him to find the demon, Master Chief. This is what he has been waiting for. The Brutes live to fight. This is, you know, his ultimate goal is to fight Master Chief. Even when Master Chief blows up a whole spaceship full of, you know, their weapons and their crew and everything, he's like, I don't even care about that spaceship. I want to rip you limb from limb. (laughs) See, you're going nowhere. But he does everything he can to slow Chief down. Yeah, annoyingly so. Yeah. Including sending um, Jaga Danami. What do you think of this guy? He, he, I mean, he's got he's got to be in the elite, right? Because he's got a goofy he ass is name. A cybernetic elite. He's really cool. Um, I like one shot him. Yeah, I don't know he was, how... was kind of lame when you actually oh. fight him. Well, so well him his his like design is pretty interesting. Um, he only shows up barely. But he's got these fucking, he's got like this fucking dark side of the fucking force. Energy sword. Energy swords, which you can pick up, which is fucking sick. You can pick his sword up and like go on adventures with it if you want to. (laughs) But um, now I just want to talk about the bosses because I don't like them. But as far as the character goes, he's not really ever, he's kind of just an edgy uh, elite. Um, He's not the Arbiter, which by the way, the Arbiter does not show up in this game. It is fucking tragic. Is the Arbiter even in Halo 4 or 5? I assume he retired to become a rice farmer or something. I don't know what happened to the Arbiter. Like fucking Thanos at the yeah, end that's of what, That's what I expect Arbiter to do. Just went to the farm? Yeah. All right, well, maybe they just can't afford Keith. Maybe Microsoft, the one of the biggest corporations ever, can't afford Keith David to voice oh, yeah. act for them anymore. Well, they hype up this elite so much because you keep finding dead Spartans all over the place. And you're like, "Mm, these are normal energy sword wounds. It's could only be done by a sneaky assassin. 
Or at least that's what Weapon says, not in those exact words. Which, what what were we doing on this ring in the first place? We is were coming to kill Halo Cortana. Wars, well, well, I mean, no, is... Oh, is that the whole thing? Like, because there's Spartans and shit everywhere, and, like, it, and Marines are already on the ring and shit. When you show up, you show up late to the party. That's, like, the whole story. Yeah. But, like, what was the reason to be on the... Is it just because the Banished went to that ring? And was... Where did Halo Wars 2 take place? I do not was remember Halo ring? Wars story at all. Halo Wars 1 was, like, a prequel, right? Yeah, I think it so. It was, like, before Halo Reach. But Halo Wars 2 is about the banished. Here's the thing. So my friend Christian, the guy from uh, the Outriders uh, episode from way back, and also another one, I think. I can't remember. But um, he came over one night and just downloaded and started playing Halo Wars 2. And, you know, he was struggling because I've beaten the game on Legendary. I don't remember how. But I beat the game on Legendary, so he was playing on normal and struggling. So I was every time he'd lose the mission like two or three times, I'd be like, give me the controller and I'll win. And I was remembering every single level, like, as I played it, but I don't remember a single thing from the story. Like, not even one thing, besides the Banished. The Banished exists in this game. Do you think that maybe it is on this ring? I mean, that would be pretty cool. Because, well, the, because the biggest thing in my head when I saw Atriox at the beginning of... Because I remember Atriox from Halo Wars 2. I don't remember how Halo Wars 2 ended, but... When Aatrox wasn't the villain of Infinite, I was like, oh, I guess he died in Halo Wars 2. I don't fucking remember. How could I beat Halo Wars 2 on the hardest difficulty and not remember a single fucking thing about the game? I don't know. That's not a good sign. I don't know. Well, honestly, I probably, because it's a real-time strategy game. I don't know if people are, if their listeners are familiar with the Halo Wars spinoff series, but um, I was probably just not listening ever. I was probably just listening to Spotify or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, if we're going to take a quick break... Uh, this is a great podcast game. Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts just walking around getting collectibles. Yeah, I have a lot of collectibles left, and I just don't know where the fuck they're at. And I went on a—I looked at a guide, and I was just like, oh, Lord, I don't know if I want to— Because I was like, I wanted to jump into the lasso. There is no legendary achievement for this game. You have to beat the game on lasso if you want the hardest difficulty achievement, which is a, a legendary all skulls, all skulls on. Yeah. Which uh, so and some of there are most of the skulls are negative, like they make the game way harder. But then there are also a few positive skulls. Like I think the bandana skull exists in this game. Is that the um, infinite ammo? It's infinite ammo. Yeah. Thank so God. it's like okay, well that's kind of cool because that means that skull is also turned on while you have all the fucking crazy skulls. Like you have a one where your shield doesn't recharge unless you melee somebody, which sounds a fucking egregious. Which, by the way, so what difficulty did you play this game on? Because I played it on normal on my first playthrough. We're about to start play. talking about the game. Do what? I was on normal for my first playthrough. Yeah, I played Heroic on my first playthrough, as I always do. And um, this game is fucking hard. Like, this game is not... I don't know why this game is so hard to me. But this game on Heroic was incredibly difficult. And I was seeing that voiced... It is a pretty common sentiment across Twitter. Like, I was seeing people struggling with the uh, legendary difficulty as a matter of fact i made a tweet whenever i did beat the game hold on so let me see let's do this this will be my twitter thing let me go nice. find that real quick because i made a tweet whenever i beat the game and uh just with a bunch of screenshots like some cool screenshots i took because i'm you know the i'm a digital tourist or whatever you said forever ago all right so i got three comments on this hell yeah so what i said was 
I just finished Halo Infinite's campaign, and wow, was that last fight frustrating on Heroic. I mean, we're going to talk about that later. But And it says, I'm finally glad I got to see it through, and I'm very optimistic for the future of this game. I'm ready to finish the fight. The co-op button, that co-op button on Twitter, the co-op button podcast, they said Halo bosses do often feel like you keep playing until luck beats them out, um, which I agree. The last fight on Heroic is a fucking crapshoot. Like, especially... Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. So, uh, Game Positive, I brought him up. Uh, Eric from Game Positive, I brought him up earlier. Um, he said try Legendary with the fucking unhappy <laughs> face emoji. And Sounds then um, Silver Lab Guy, and that's his at on Twitter. Um, he said Legendary was a feat in itself. I died at least 50 times on the last fight, he means. The last Brute Chieftain just wouldn't die, and I had to kill him and try to survive the boss after the last section. No checkpoint when the Chieftain dies. I made it with the Energy Sword. It was the key. Not doing this again. <laughs> I agree. I I wouldn't do it again either. Fuck, it's it's awful. The I guess we'll talk about You want to talk yeah, about the fight bring right up now? the Harbinger. So, I don't know what the fuck the Harbinger is. Okay, I, let me break but, in real quick. The Harbinger is one of the endless... Which is another race like the Flood that the Forerunners sealed away or, you know, basically locked away into Zeta Halo. And the Harbinger was trying to bring among the reformation of a part of the ring that would release the Endless. And this is all part of Atriox's plan, and we see him completed at the end. The, uh, the character itself in the boss fight is um, a pretty typical fair. Uh, there's a uh, enemy wave you clear, and then you can hurt damage the boss. And then after you damage it so much, you have to clear another enemy wave. And that happens three times total throughout course, the boss fight, yep. with the waves getting progressively more difficult. No warthog run at the end of this game. Very yeah, depressing. A little bummer. I don't know how they would do it because I knew th- I knew going into this game that they were planning on making like campaign DLC for this yeah, game. Definitely. So they can't blow the ring up, I guess. But it's like. The fight is so frustrating. <laughs> like, I, what was your experience with the fight, by the way? I think she killed me maybe once on normal, and that's because I didn't realize I couldn't, like, hurt her during the waves. Once I realized you could kill the waves, it became, like, my strategy for any boss was, you know, open fire to run out of ammo where I get hit, then grapple hook slide away. Because at that point, I was just Spider-Manning constantly. So and, on Heroic... Well, this probably was the case on normal as well, but um, there is no checkpoint between the waves. So if you die, fight. So you have to kill the wave of enemies and then you get to fight the boss. But if you die when you're fighting the boss, you respawn before the wave spawned. So you have to refight that wave. When you're on heroic, you can just get fucking headshotted by a electric gun. I can't remember what it's called. The shock rifle. Yeah, the you shock can, rifle. You can get sniped by that fucking shock rifle like really easily even if you're spider-manning through the air and it's it's and the 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 last guy that i the tweets not the tweets gone i'm not looking back up but the last guy i was talking about the silver silver guy he was talking about the brute chieftain oh my god these brutes leap they will leap across the galaxy to hit you it is it is egregious and they fucking magnetize on you sometimes like usually they jump in one direction and if you get away they don't kill you but sometimes they will magnet onto you and they will like fucking like you're playing burnout with the aftertouch and they move through the air as they're flying through the air changing the I momentum never that. 
Oh my god. Well, that's the thing. It's because I died so many times on this brute chieftain fight. Like, I would grapple hook away and then turn to shoot the brute chieftain as I'm watching it move in the midair. Yeah. Like, to magnet to me and hit me. It's like you threw a curve. A curveball and it's just like spinning around the room to get you. It's exactly like a curveball. It's like when people fucking like really good bowlers like fucking spin the <laughs> shit out of the ball and the ball just curves really hard. Yeah. It is exactly what it looks like in the air. And then you die in one shot because it's the gravity hammer. So God. I this last boss fight took me like four straight days of playing for about an hour until my rage boiled over. And because you die you will die like repeatedly like like in a very short span of time it took me it ah it, oh, man i'm not a bad i'm not bad at video games that's you probably nobody said you were angrier. bad no but i'm that's that's salad dress that's the dressing on the salad of this fucking rant right now oh, okay. um, i i am not bad at video games especially first person shooters i'm very good at them that little fucking that those croutons of that now that little knowledge made me even more furious at this game because i was dying so much i was like i know <laughs> i was like i know i could do this i know i can i just i get will you will get shot from across the fucking galaxy by a shock rifle because those little imp dudes are like spawning across the fucking map it's like i don't know and well the and the worst part is the most egregious part is on heroic so in the boss fight, she spawns like these electric orbs that homing missile into you and blow yeah. up. That will two shot you. And they can happen like back to back. And they again they home in on you. So if you don't know specifically where and this character's teleporting around all the fucking time and there's nowhere no way to know where she is at any given time if she teleports away out of your line of sight. So if she teleports behind you, shoots an energy orb, then teleports again, shoots another energy orb from a different direction, you can easily immediately die. Like just in a fucking blink of an eye, not realize that there were energy orbs coming at you and just get eviscerated and have to refight that brute chieftain. Like, and here's the worst part. Okay. Rant is almost over. I swear to God. You're good. If you stop playing, the game resets to the beginning of the boss fight. Not the checkpoint that you've been respawning at over and over again. I have no idea what kind of fucking sorcery this is, why this is the the fucking case. Because this has happened to me multiple times throughout this game, where your checkpoint that you're respawning at is not where you will respawn at if you quit the game and reload the checkpoint. You will respawn at a different point in the game. This boss fight, that's the main reason why it took me multiple days to get through this. Because I it was a boss gauntlet for me, essentially. <laughs> Yeah. The very first wave, no big deal. But the second wave is pretty bad. The third wave is horrific. I do not know how people are getting through this on Lasso because there are people with the achievement right now. But it's like, ah, shit, man. Shit, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh. So let's that touch good. on the oh, other great. bosses that we fight, such as the Monitor, Adjunct Resolution. Is that his name? I don't know. He's barely in the game. What? He's in there. He's in there twice. He shows up I, I first. Mean, he's in there twice, yeah. but I mean, like, he's not—he's not guilty, Spark. No, he's no guilty, Spark. But he is interesting in that he's like, "I've come to stop you, ruffian, from destroying the ring." And yeah, he's like a butler. Part, yeah, he shows Wait, up the second time. Is he butler? Time. Maybe. Isn't the the AI the multiplayer AI? Is that the same voice actor? Do you think? Probably. You think not. they double dipped? Uh, I mean, they could have. Are you sure? Because Butler is a, a like a British dude. We're gonna have to fucking. Is it even named Butler? Because I, in my it head, it is named Butler. Okay, I was like, okay, I thought I made that up, but um, 
Yeah, anyway, we'll just have to do our research, yeah. maybe. So, if, the monitor shows up. If I'm up, right about that, I'm but, a fucking, I'm a genius. Oh, my God. The Which, by the way, I was up. fucking <laughs> correct about. <laughs> by the way, I, for, I was correct about Rainbow Six Extraction. Let me have this, Philip. I was correct okay. about Rainbow Six Extraction going to Game Pass. I did say specifically that um, I didn't think it was going to be day one. But I did say it is definitely going on Game Pass in the last episode. All right, Nave, I'm giving you one gaming together point for getting that right. Let's see how many Same. you can get. I am winning this year so far. Yeah, you're, you're beating me out. What were you so saying before I interrupted you seven monitor. times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First he shows up, and the monitors have always been interesting in Halo because we had to deal with Guilty Spark, who was infamous for... He was on Halo 1. Was he in 2? Uh... Yes? Yeah, and he was definitely in 3 because he was the final boss. Yeah. Besides the Warthog run. And Bill Johnson, this yeah. son of a bitch. If and we, then fucking three four three names themselves after that fucking guy who killed Johnson, the oh fucking one of the best characters. So what was um? Do you remember the donkey video about Halo? Like what was the name he named? Uh, Guilty Spark. It was like Evil Cirque. I, I think it was like Evil Cirque. So he's a, he's a ball. In yeah, this one, uh, he gets a mecha suit and he starts fighting you, and he is lame. Like this is to be one of the lamest enemies I've ever seen in Halo. He is lame, and he has like big glowing dots that you're supposed to shoot. Though you know what he reminded me of? Because there's another really similar enemy who is also incredibly lame in the Halo franchise. I'm pretty sure it's in Halo Two. No, it's the fucking grabby hand. Yeah, the grabby hand signals. Are they sentinels, the huge things? Yeah, they, they're extra large sentinels. What do they do? Like, what is their purpose? Like, you ever play a video game and you see a room <laughs> and you're like, what is this room for? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this room is specifically to spawn enemies. I get it. But, like, other, like this is just a room. This is a small, tiny room. Like, I don't... So, the monitor, he's supposed to monitor the halo and make sure it's all good and repaired if it gets broke and controls all the sentinels. He shows up to stop you. And then in the end, he ends up joining up with you on your side because you're going to stop the Harbinger. And he's like, oh, no, they're going to release the Endless. This isn't good. We got to stop this. And I'm like, so the Sentinels don't like the Harbingers or the, the Endless? Like, this is starting to get back into Halo, Halo 1, Halo 2. Like, we kind of mentioned in Outriders and in Alien Fireteam Elite, these multiple factions all fighting it out. And I think it's Halo that really kind of hooked that for me. Because we see the Flood is fighting the Covenant, which is fighting the Marines. Or in this, or in like the next one, we see the Forerunners teaming up with the Covenant to fight the Marines. Or in Infinite, we are going to see the Sentinels fighting the Banished, fighting the Marines, fighting now the Endless in whenever the DLC comes out, or the expansion. And I am super excited to see what this is going to be. Yeah, I've, I'm looking forward to the expand. I'm going to be day one's expansions on all of these. Halo Infinite's probably never leaving my hard drive, honestly, because the multiplayer is also engaging me, even though there are problems. But um, <laughs> yeah, even my friend uh, Dontre, who is like a really hardcore Call of Duty dude, he's been playing Halo, and he's getting pretty good. I have a couple of friends who don't really play Halo who are slowly improving. Like John from the uh, Dark Souls episode. Yeah. Is it Dark Souls 1? Yeah, Dark Souls um, 1, yeah. Dark Souls Remastered. He uh, played the very first match of SWAT we played. He was like 1 and like 19. And then by the end of the night, he was like starting to kind of get close to being even. And I'm just like, 
look at you. This is this is great. You know what I mean? And he's like actively having fun. Just played with us until we decided to go to bed. Yeah. So now that we have covered all the characters in the game, is there any story beats you specifically want to hit on or story missions? I'm going to be honest. I don't remember most of the story missions. Um, as far as the game, as far as the gameplay, do you want to talk about the boss fights besides the last one? Obviously, you didn't seem to have too much to say about that one. I don't know. The boss fights, they are kind of interesting that, like, I don't know, Halo has never been great at boss fights. Like, I always enjoyed more the large vehicle sprawling levels or the very atmospheric, like the, the library. Even though it is a total slog, it is still an interesting level. Whereas we look at, uh, there are bum levels in Halo. Like, what was the one where we had to ride the elevators for 20 minutes in Halo 2? Oh, there's two because you don't you have to go back yeah it's like the freaking gondolas dude which is great because i have no idea what the fuck a gondola is but when you get to the gondola part in halo infinite i was like hey it's a gondola and then he was like can we ride the gondola and i was like (laughs) oh shit i knew what it was called i was so fucking impressed it's the hey a gondola is a halo thing as far as i'm concerned i know it's probably a real life thing but well that's the other thing the Forerunners have technology that allows them to teleport around the ring. We see the Sentinels do it, and we use their technology at one point. Yeah, we, Why we do they have gondolas? Like multiple times. Why is there gondolas? Why is there elevators? I was going to say maybe they need to transport shit, but literally they build the fucking silent, the silent auditorium or whatever the fuck it's yeah. called. They literally float giant pieces of rock out into the fucking do you remember that part yeah like there are just rocks floating all over the fucking place in every fucking direction to build this silent whatever it's the silent auditorium right that's what it's called that is apparently yeah, the. I remember they things. said it was a courtroom where the endless were sealed or something like that i don't it's remember the exact sacrificed yourself you know how i know that because i had to fucking hear that like every single time i came back the next day when i wanted to fight <laughs> oh the last boss fight <laughs> I had to hear that conversation again. Well, okay. So the Harbinger needed to unlock the silent auditorium or the reformer or something like that. But she needed the codes that only Cortana knew being space queen or something like that. But so she needed weapon to be able to unlock Cortana's data, right? Yeah. So they had like data fragments or whatever. Like, yeah. Did Cortana like plan the data fragments? Did she know that was going to happen or she planned she one of them. everything? Because there's one specific one where she leaves a message to Chief where it's it's like one of those weird voicemail things where you start the voicemail out with, hello, and then you wait a second. It's like, this is a voicemail, and like yeah. the other person's already talking. It was one of those situations. Was, I thought it was pretty funny, too, because she like walks through. She's like standing there staring in one direction. So it's like Chief is like, okay, I stand here, right? Just so that she's talking to me. And then she walks forward through him. And I just remember thinking – she i just remember thinking like in her head she was like this is gonna it'd be cool if i walked through him right now oh and my so god yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> i was like why did she do that <laughs> it almost took me out because it was kind of a touching scene too but she walked straight through i'm just like oh okay well well we see a lot of re- like flashbacks like that we also see one with halsey and with um is it keys which I don't I, remember. I think it's Keys. It's all stupid meme where it's like Master Chief meeting Keys in Halo 1 and Keys says, I kidnapped you as a child. It's like, <laughs> oh. Master Chief's just what? <laughs> just stares at his, with his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Love that song. God. 
Okay, yeah, so there's that scene, and Master Chief activates the fail-safe code because they set up a, a back door. They're like, hey, if Cortana 2.0 starts pulling a Cortana 1, you need to delete her. <laughs> 1.0. Yeah. <laughs> and so Chief's is like, oh, crap. Uh, the Harbinger is going to crack the code using her. I have to stop her. So he's like, you know, code activate. I don't remember what he said, like red flag, 397, some other malarkey. And she's like, oh, God, I'm being deleted. Surprise. She doesn't get deleted. She stops herself from getting deleted. She's like, you're not deleting me. Not today. And then she's like, you tried to delete me. And then she's like, well, you were about to get, you know, corrupted or whatever. And then he goes back to the pilot and he's like, subpilot. And Cortana, too, is like, you tried to delete me. And the pilot's like, you tried to delete her? Really, bro? After all this? It was pretty intense. And I liked that scene. As uh, I liked that scene. But Weapon is so passive aggressive for like a little too long <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like i get it she, he was gonna delete her but it's like put yourself in chief's shoes you know like this is like he's been through this before like he's just like ah no this isn't happening to me again you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not having my ai go fucking nuts on me he was like get, she was like getting hacked or something they didn't even know what was happening like she was actively doing things that she just didn't know what the outcome was gonna be like she was just like oh no i could do it i could fucking figure this shit out and she's like is it safe and she's just like ah probably i mean i think there's someone watching me right now i don't know <laughs> yeah. it's like that seems a little sketchy and then he'll be fine she would but that was the coolest thing because i didn't know because i was like you, you this all of this information's being relayed to you uh like with like a an overlay as if like you're looking through master chief's visor i mean it's a first person shooter so you're already doing that but like it's like, oh, yeah, he's wearing a visor, you know, because, like, fucking words are popping up on the screen and stuff. And you're, like, reading as – this, as the text is going by, you're like, oh, shit, he's going to delete this fucking bitch. <laughs> he's <laughs> taking her out. He did it once before as well. Did you notice that? Yeah, like, he prepared it, like, if he had to do it. Yeah, he had – he put the access code in because th whenever that happened the first time, I had no idea what the fuck I was seeing, you know. Like, maybe I'm just a dumb-dumb. It's surprising how little I know about Halo listening to you talk about Halo. I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't know any of this shit. Usually, <laughs> I thought I knew a bunch about it, you know what I mean? But it's like, I know more than the average person, maybe. But you know way fucking more than I do, so <laughs> I'm like just listening to you. But yeah, I didn't know what the hell was going on when the words popped up the first time. But the second time, it made it even more cool because it made me go, oh, whenever <laughs> it made me remember the first time. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely like a defining story moment to me because like that's where chief started to pull a mama like he tried to pull a halsey he's like i'm gonna sacrifice these kids to save the humans i'm gonna sacrifice weapon to save the pilot and to save the rest of the humans that's where chief was like reverting to a more robotic state even though it was like that's that's not what chief would do you know chief in halo 5 halo 4 cortana says i'm dying chief he says I won't let you, you know? And I'm like, chief, you big dummy. <laughs> like, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, but here it's like, chief is like giving up at this point. Like he is like cutting his losses. And I think by weapon, not letting yourself be deleted, this is what kind of brings chief back around as a character, because I think he has like a crisis of faith in this because, you know, he lost Cortana. He had to kill her. He now has a, a new Cortana called weapon. It's not even called Cortana until the end of the game. This is where Chief gets his groove back after getting slapped by Atriox in the beginning. This is like an awesome, like an awesome powers. He had the mojo all along. 
You just. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the fucking. It's not the fucking reference I was expecting to hear. But yeah. Yeah. So and it takes like the encounters around him. Like he's lost Sergeant Johnson, who was the yeehaw. You know his God, yeehaw. Human. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah and, he knows what the lady's like. God. So, three four three. Put him in the fucking <laughs> oh multiplayer, God. please. Please, oh, I will pay twenty dollars <laughs> to put fucking his his voice into my ear. Please, my dog is making a noise. I, I mean, you're yelling. Ner- yeah, she was nervous just then. All right, what? What are we talking okay. about? So, Chief tried to pull Halsey and you know sacrifice to protect the humans. Weapon didn't let him, and then Chief learned to love again. That's the sum of Halo Infinite season one. It's interesting too. It's like there's a lot of grief and like. There's like there's like loss, grief, and what is it called when you're getting over that? <laughs> what is that called? Recovery? I don't know. <laughs> Recovering, moving on. You know yeah, what I moving. mean? Like the wound, even after all of this time, it's still open for him. You know what I mean? And as someone who's gone through grief, oh my god, fucking recently. But uh, no, but yeah, it it kind of resonated with me a little bit more than I think it probably would have. And all of the fucking mumbo jumbo that's going on, I didn't give a fuck about. But the story between him and Weapon, and by extension Cortana, along with him dragging uh, Fernando along the pilot, and like even though the pilot really doesn't want, he's like, this is dumb we can't we we're gonna die you know what i mean like he is like a voice of reason to him while he's going off on these suicide missions it it definitely resonated with me a lot more than i think it probably would have if i had just been playing this game at face value especially the fernando stuff because i i relate to him it's like he is a vulnerable human and he does get captured like because of chief i mean chief shows up and saves him but i mean this dude has to go through like torture because of of what's his name Junal Abdul or whatever the fuck, <laughs> yeah, what the the fuck his name? yeah uh, oh um, Jenga Denami Jenga Jenga Fett yeah yeah he fucking yeah he tortures old boy and that fucking sucked I was like oh man I really hope this character doesn't get killed off but I at the same time so when you when you oh, in this game we've barely talked about how the what the fucking com like the game loop is but we've just been talking lore mostly but um in this game like you know it's open world and you go and you get the bases and then at these bases it's kind of like far cry you can have things delivered to you and he is the person who delivers everything so it was and you every single time you get something delivered like a warthog i mean it's only vehicles he only delivers vehicles but every time you get a vehicle delivered to you he says something. He's like, all right, I'm on my way, chief, or something. You know, Every time you take over a base, he's like, I just saw a ping from way over there. Is that you? Did you do that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's always him talking to you in your ear. And so it made me curious. It's like if they kill this character off, what is the end game going to be like? That would be very strange to not hear him anymore. So that in my that kind of like meta-gamed me to believe – I'm like, this guy's not going to die for sure, right? Because they would have to change – the end game like where he didn't have i mean that would probably just be a switch that they flipped that he doesn't talk no more but it just seemed like a disservice you know what i mean it seemed like a disservice if this guy actually died because of master chief's actions but that could have been a really awesome fucking reason for master chief to like to push forward you know what i mean it would just i don't know i don't know i'm fucking i'm i'm contradicting myself now but no okay like see this is what i'm talking about we haven't talked about so much of the gameplay of the story because 
honestly, the gameplay is pretty rote. Like it's first person shooter. It feels like Halo. It's a lot of copy pasta of just rescue Marines. I'm not gonna lie. That's a little disappointing, but here's what gets me. It's still fun to play and putting these characters that I love and just like, I don't know, I've been growing up with since I was, you know, 12 years old and played Halo one or whatever. The story is what really hooks it for me. Honestly, I don't think this is a game for newcomers. I don't think anyone can just jump into Halo Infinite story and have a great time and be like, oh, cool, you know, we're fine aliens. Like, yeah, I guess you can do that. And maybe the story of fighting Ishram and the assassin elite, maybe that'll be enough for you. Like in the space opera of an endless monster, you know, whatever is the harbinger, it's like an angel or something. I don't even know how you describe that monster. But the story of Chief and Cortana and Fernando, that's what hooked me. For sure. Uh, I have uh, that guy I mentioned before, Dontre, one of my friends. He plays a lot of Call of Duty and stuff. Doesn't play Halo at all. In fact, doesn't he actively avoids Halo. He doesn't really like the combat loop. But he did end up beating the Halo campaign. Pretty, He beat it way earlier than I did. I'm the only one that played it on Heroic that I know of, by the way. <laughs> like Everyone else played it on Normal just like you. And just beat the game in like fucking two days. And I just fucking struggled for a while. But I, I need to ask him about it, how he felt. Because he actively refrained from talking about it because I still hadn't beaten it yet. And he knew that it meant a lot to me. So he didn't want to like spoil things. But I wonder how much he liked it because he definitely beat it in like two days. Like he beat it very fast. Not as fast as Jesse, my, fr- my other friend Jesse, who beat it the fucking first day it was out. Like just played it all fucking night. Because I think he was unemployed at the time. But yeah, I should talk to them about that. We because well, it, it's pertinent to me and Philip right now because we were literally just talking to them in an Xbox party before we started recording this episode. Yeah, I just realized. But um, yeah, I wish I had. I wish I knew if he appreciated the game as a newcomer to the series because I didn't know that that was going to come up. Because in my head, it's like this game does have like a a a story that could be viewed from outside of the Halo fandom. You know what I mean? Just like you said with Fernando and. With like, because everyone knows what Halo. It's like Mario. Like, hey, Master Chief's as big as Mario. I would argue, right? At least in America. Oh yeah, that's true. I'm. We're Americans. We only think about our own country. But yeah, Halo Master Chief is as big as Mario. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> as big as Sonic for sure. Oh yeah. But um. Anyway, like all of the like all he's he's one of the biggest video game mascots ever. So everyone knows Master Chief's a fucking badass. You know what I mean? Like, you know the fucking... What is it in uh, Smash Brothers when a new challenger approaches? Yeah, challenger like approaches. Silhouette. Yeah. yeah, you know Master Chief's silhouette, like, immediately, instantly. Where am I going with this? <laughs> like, I forgot. You were talking about newcomers to the series, and oh, everyone yeah, knows yeah, Master yeah, Chief. Right. Yeah, so everyone knows Master Chief, so you know he's going to be a stoic badass, a one-liner uh, fucking hero that's going to save the day. And so you can go into this game with that very basic knowledge and have an engaging story whenever you leave the experience and and you seem to have had a ton of uh extra fucking cool shit too with all of the with the endless or whatever the fuck that that guy's called <laughs> that you fight at the end who's like barely in the game yeah i know <laughs> like, dude i was so I confused too when you saw that at the beginning because you see a cryopod that looks like an angel cracked open and you're like something got out and i'm like i thought we killed the didact what is this weird glowy angel thing is it the same race as the didact i don't think so because I also thought it looked like a pretty kind of similar to the Didact. And it could be one of those races that where the females and the males look like vastly different from each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the Didact was male, obviously. And this guy, this 
this guy this fucking whatever it is I, it's obviously aliens so i mean fucking who fucking knows but this is like a female voiced character and didact's a male voiced character so maybe they, they maybe they just have difference in the sexes what is that called dimorphism or something like that you get sexual dimorphism me. okay well, hold on because now i want to know are you just trying to earn gaming together tokens no. now sexual dimorphism that's a fucking it this exists Sexual dimorphism in humans. I'm not giving you points oh, for that. I don't know. Oh, sexual dimorphism is a condition where the sexes of the same species exhibit different characteristics, particularly characteristics not directly involved in reproduction. Boom. I just fucking dropped a science word in the fucking middle of a fucking sentence. All right, good job. Whatever. Let's fucking... What oh, are we talking it? about? It's been two hours. Yeah, I know. We almost. need to move this along. Is there any story points or beats you want to hit before we take our break and then our final words? No. All right, then let's take a break. Boom, 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 boom. Fucking dropped a... Damn, dude. That's a big-ass word I dropped. That just came from the fucking skull, man. Dimorphism. I was like, I, I know. I know this. Let me think. <laughs> just fucking staring at me. And we're back. All right. So, <laughs> Nave, uh, you were going on for a minute, so I'll go with my final words. Halo Infinite's really good. It's a return to form of the classic you have your three main characters you know weapon uh what's the other ones shrek and fernando, fernando? Yep. no <laughs> what no for some reason i got shrek on the brain like you have shrek donkey and fiona fiona yeah so you got you know weapon oh that was it i saw a meme where they they made that reference and i'm like that is perfect you got big green you got fernando <laughs> <laughs> big green yep. yeah but yeah, so you got you have this perfect team. They come together. Uh, if you're a longtime fan of the series, which a lot of people are, this one will really speak to you. If you're a newcomer, eh, maybe you can just have fun shooting some aliens. I can't wait for co-op to come out. Holy shit, man. Ugh. It's going to be so good. What's your final words? We didn't talk too much about the sandbox, but the sandbox is very relaxing. If you're into Ubisoft-style games, um, this is probably the best rendition of that. I don't know why I think that. Maybe that maybe the nostalgia goggles are kicking in with the Halo enemies and everything, and the Halo weapons and sound effects and everything. But it's like I was genuinely just wandering around in this world, and I haven't found myself doing that in quite a while. I'm like climbing uh, mountains or exploring caves or just little nooks and crannies, and it's been so long since I've felt that kind of vibe. Like I would just turn on music on my soundbar and just experience the game. And that's why it took. That's one reason why it took me so long. Let alone the heroic difficulty, and you die a whole bunch. Like it genuinely was never really a problem until you were in story missions, where most of the story missions take place in the same two environments, which are either like buildings or forerunner buildings. You know, <laughs> like you get locked into one of those two yeah, environments. A little samey. And then they crank the difficulty way up. But uh, the sandbox is super fun. Um, there's so much uh entertainment to be had with the physics we didn't talk about the grappling hook but i mean everyone knows about it it's so fun the grappling hook's great and i actually started experimenting with all of the equipment i'm not sure what your experience was with the equipment but i was using actively using almost everything everything except for the drop wall the only reason why i'd ever use the drop wall is if i had to fight like a turret or something or also um the drop wall you know the fucking guilty spark dude who gets in the fucking power armor yeah from fallout but um <laughs> yeah he, uh i you that was my primary thing was i would equip drop wall 
throw it down and then fucking i could i would even on heroic i would be able to break one of his limbs before he broke a hole through my drop wall when it was maxed out level so that was my active like i was using all of them like i was even using the scanner like the uh the proximity scanner because it reveals cloaked elites and you get two of them whenever you max it out it's like actually incredibly useful and the the aoe is huge so you just you can cover a whole room and you'll be able to see an invisible elite which on heroic those dudes will mess you up with those fucking energy swords like it's not a joke they will stick you like they will fucking get you you know it's like yeah um they the other one is a dash uh the dash is i would say arguably a lot more efficient than the grappling hook <laughs> Because it, so I don't. Did you max out all of the abilities? Yeah, I got all the Spartan cores. So yeah, whenever you max out the dash, you become invisible yeah. <laughs> after you dash. Pretty fucking sick. <laughs> so it it's it's pretty good. the The grapple hook will get you places faster, but the dash actively will save you if you're about to get fucking smashed by a hunter or something. You know what I mean? It becomes the Dark Souls dodge, and you cannot play Dark Souls without being able to dodge roll away. And that's how I feel about Halo Infinite on the harder difficulties. You've got to use the dash. Use the dash more. Well said, Nave. All right. So, Nave, what are we playing next week? Uh, we're currently playing Stardew Valley, and I would really like to talk about that game. Yes, Stardew is a lot of fun. We've been playing with Janna, too. And we are a machine in that game. We are just max efficiency, passing out at night sometimes because of how close we call it, getting to bed on time. Or you're stopping the text. Whatever it takes. Yeah. They, like, I think I've done it like six times, at least six times, where I walk to my bed, get in it, and then it says, do you want to rest? And then I start <laughs> texting, and I pass out in my bed, and then get charged money because I didn't actually get in my bed. I was like, ah. Oh. It's like passing out when with your phone in your hand, and it's not on the charger. That's oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Fucking rip. All right. Well, I think we can call it here then. Thanks for joining us solo gaming partners maybe we can play a game by ourselves next time or maybe they'll fucking add goddamn co-op should be in the fucking game whenever it originally fucking oh my god 